guys. Who is it? It's everybody's favorite auntie. Silly and sissy, silly and sissy. Welcome to the silly and sissy show. You're my friend, you're my hero, you're my yellow bottle poodle. Hey, it's silly and sissy. Won't you be my neighbor? Hey, neighbor. It's silly and sissy. I'm your favorite auntie. And I'm so glad to be with you today. I see Morgane, and I see Bunny, and I see Abigail. Hello, Abigail. And hi, Lulu, and little Cory, and Pig Panther, too. Yay, welcome. And you, I see you. Thanks for joining. We are going to have one fabulous time today. We have so many good books to read. We have Wizard of Oz. And now let's read a poem from, we have the poem from Where the Sidewalk Ends. We just ended with Tug of War. It's dark in here. I'm writing these poems from inside a lion. Oh my. And it's rather dark in here. So please excuse the handwriting, which may not be too clear. But this afternoon by the lion's cage, I'm afraid I got to go, I got too near. And I'm writing these things from inside a lion. And it's rather dark in here. Wow. Orchestra. So you haven't got a drum, just beat your belly. So I haven't got a horn, I'll play my nose. <laughs> So we haven't any symbols. We'll just slap our hands together. And though there may be orchestras that sound a little better with that fancy shiny instrument, with their fancy shiny instruments that cost an awful lot, hey, we're making music twice as good by playing what we've got. There you go. And that's it. That's the magic of orchestras, guys. One more. That's the magic. You can play anything you have and create music, which is so fun. One star is for a flag. One star is for Alaska. One star is for Nebraska. One star is North Dakota. And one star is Minnesota. There are a lot of other stars, but I forgot which ones there are. Oh, my. My skin is a sort of brownish, pinkish, yellow, white. My eyes are grayish, bluish, green. But I'm told they look orange in the night. My hair is reddish, blondish brown, but it's silver when it when it's wet. All the colors I'm inside have not been invented yet. Yay! That's what I like. That's what I like, guys. I like being a lot of different colors. It's pretty fun. Pretty fun to create the magic. Ah, uh, well, chapter two of the Wizard of Oz. Well, the last time we checked in on the Wizard of Oz, if you remember correctly, um, what was going on? Well, Dorothy was being transported. She was awakened by a shock so sudden. This one's the council with the munchkins. She was awakened by a shock so sudden and severe that if Dorothy had not been lying on the sofa bed, she might not. She might have been hurt. As it was, the jar made her catch her breath, and wonder, and wonder what had happened. And Toto put his little nose into her face, 
and whined dismantlingly. Dorothy sat up and noticed that the house was not moving, nor was it dark, for the bright sunshine came in at the window, flooding the little room. She sprang from her bed and with Toto at her heels ran and opened the door. The little girl gave a cry of amazement and looked about, her eyes growing bigger and bigger at the wonderful sights and saw. She saw the cyclone had set the house down very gently for a cyclone in the midst of a country of marvelous beauty. There were lovely patches of green greens all about with stately trees and bearing rich and luscious fruits. Banks of gorgeous flowers were on every hand, and birds with rare and brilliant plumage sang and fluttered in the br- trees and bushes. A little way off with the small brook rushing and sparkling along between green banks and murmuring in a ver- voice very grateful to the little girl who had lived so long on the dry gray prairies. While she stood looking early at the strange... Eagerly at the strange and beautiful sights, she noticed something coming toward her, a a group of the queerest people she had ever seen. They were not as big as the grown folk she had always been used to, but neither were they very small. In fact, they seemed almost as tall as Dorothy, who was a well-grown child for her age, although they were very, although there were, so far as, looks go many years older. Three were men and one was a woman, all very oddly dressed. They wore round hats that rose to a small point a foot above their heads, with little bells around their brims that tinkled sweetly as she moved. The hats of the men were blue, the little women's hat was white, and she wore a white gown that hung in the, the plaits from her shoulders. Over it was sprinkled like little stars that glistened in the sun like diamonds. The men were were dressed in blue of the same shade as the hats were well-polished boots with a deep roll of blue at the tops. The men, Dorothy thought, were about as old as Uncle Henry, for two of them had beards, but the little woman was doubtfully much older. Her face was uh, covered with wrinkles, her hair was nearly white, and she walked rather stiffly. When she, when those people drew near the house where Dorothy was standing in the doorway, they paused and whispered among themselves, Oh, she did. Oh, no. What, what happened? As if afraid to come further. But the little old woman walked up to Dorothy, made a low bow, and said in a sweet voice, You're welcome, most noble sorceress, to the land of the munchkins. We are so grateful for for having for having you killed the wicked witch of the east and for setting our people free from bondage. Dorothy listened to the speech in wonder. What could this woman, this little woman, possibly mean by calling her a sorceress and saying she had killed the wicked witch of the east? Dorothy was very innocent, harmless little girl who had been carried by a cyclone many miles from home and she had never killed anyone in all of her life. Oh, my. But the little woman evidently expected her to answer, so Dorothy said with hesitation, You're very kind, but there must have been some mistake. I have not killed anything. Your house did any 
anyway, replied the little old woman with a laugh. And that is the same thing. See, she continued, pointing to the corner of the house. There are two toes still sticking out from the block of wood. Dorothy looked and gave a little cry of fright. There indeed, just under the corner of the great beam of the house, rested on two feet, was an old witch with two feet sticking out, shod in silver shoes with pointed toes. Oh dear, oh dear, cried Dorothy, clasping her hands together in dismay. The house must have fallen in on her. Whatever shall we do? There's nothing to be done, said the little woman calmly. But wh- who was she? asked Dorothy. She was the wicked witch of the east, as I said, answered the little woman. She has held all the munchkins in bondage for many years, making them slave for her night and day. Now they're all set free and are grateful to you for the same favor. Who are the munchkins? Answered Dorothy. Who are the munchkins? Answered Dorothy. Well, they are the people who live in this land in the east where the wicked witch ruled. Are you a munchkin? Asked Dorothy. No. But I'm their friend, although I live in the land of the north. When they saw the witch of the east was dead, the munchkin sent a swift message to me, and I came at once. I'm the witch of the north. Oh, gracious, are you a real witch? Yes, indeed, answered the little woman. But I'm a good witch, and people love me. I'm not as powerful. I'm not as powerful as the wicked witch who ruled here, or I should have set the people free myself. But I thought all witches were wicked, said the girl, who was half frightened at a face feeling, facing a real witch. Oh no, that is a great mistake. There were only four witches in all the land of Oz, and two of them, those who live in the north and the south, are good witches. I know this is true, for I am one of them myself and cannot be mistaken. Those who dwelled in the east and the west were indeed wicked witches, but now... That you have killed one of them, there is but one wicked witch in the all land of Oz, the one who lives in the West. But, said Dorothy, after a moment's thought, Aunt Em has told me that witches were all dead years and years ago. Who is Aunt Em? inquired the little woman. She is my aunt who lives in Kansas, where I come from. The witch of the North seemed to think of take her time for an answer, and with her head bowed and her eyes upon the ground, Then she looked up and said, I do not know where Kansas is, for I have never heard of that country mentioned before. But tell me, is it a civilized country? Oh, yes, replied Dorothy. Then that accounts for it. In the civilized countries, I believe there are no witches left, nor wizards, nor sorceries, nor magicians. But you see, the land of Oz has never been civilized, for we are cut off from all the rest of the world. Therefore, we still have witches and and wizards among us. Who are the wizards? asked Dorothy. Oh, Oz himself is the great wizard, answered the witch, sinking her voice to a whisper. He is more powerful than all the rest of us together. He lives in the, the city of emeralds. Dorothy was going to ask another question. But just then the munchkins, who had been standing quietly by gave a large shout and pointed to the corner of the house where the wicked witch had been lying. What is it? The feet of the dead witch had disappeared entirely and nothing was left but the silver shoes. 
She was so old, explained the witch of the north, that she she dried up quickly in the sun. That is the end of her. But the silver shoes are yours, and you shall you shall have them to wear. She reached down and picked up the shoes, and after shaking the dust out of them, handed them to Dorothy. The witch of the east was proud of those silver shoes, said one of the munchkins, and there's some charm connected with them. But what is it? What it is, we will never know. Dorothy carried the shoes into the house and placed them on the, the table. Then she came out again to the munchkins and said, I'm anxious to get back to my aunt and uncle, Je- and uncle, for I am sure they'll worry about me. Can you help me find my way? The munchkins and the witch first looked at one another, and then at Dorothy, and then shook their heads. At the east, not, not far from here, said one. There is a great desert, and none could, could live to cross it. It is the same at the south, said another, for I have been there and seen it. The south is the country of the quadlings. I am told, said the third man, that it is the same at the west, and that country where the Winkies live is ruled by the wicked witch of the west, who would make you her slave if you passed her by way. The north is my home, said the old lady, and its edge is the same great desert that surrounds the land of Oz. I'm afraid, my dear, you will have to live with us. Dorothy began to sob at this, for she felt lonely among all these strange people. Her tears seemed to grave to grieve the kind-hearted munchkins, for they immediately took out their handkerchiefs and began to weep also. <laughs> oh, so sad, so sad. As for the little old woman, she took off her cap and balanced a point on her nose while she counted one, two, three, in a solemn voice. At once the, the chap charged to a slate, and which was written in big white chalks, let Dorothy go to the city of emeralds. The little old woman took the slate from her nose and having read the words on it, asked, Is your name Dorothy, my dear? Yes, answered the child, drying her tears. Then you must go to the city of Emmer. Perhaps Oz will help you. Where is this city? asked Dorothy. It is exactly in the center of the country and is ruled by Oz, the great wizard, I told you of. Is he a good man? inquired the girl anxiously. He is a good wizard. Whether he is a man or not, I cannot tell, for I have never seen him. How can I get there? asked Dorothy. You must walk. It is a long journey through a country that is sometimes pleasant and sometimes dark and terrible. However, I will use all the magic art I know of to keep you from harm. Won't you go with me? pleaded the girl, who had begun to look at the little old lady as her only friend. No, I can't do that, she replied, but I will give you my kiss, and no one will dare inquire a person who has been kissed dare injure a person who has been kissed by the witch of the north. She came close to Dorothy and kissed her gently on the forehead. Where her lips touched the girl, they left a round shining mark, as Dorothy found out soon after. The road to the city of emeralds is paved with yellow brick, said the witch, so you cannot miss it. When you get to Oz, do not be afraid of him, but tell your story and ask him to help you. Goodbye, my dear. Goodbye, goodbye. The three munchkins bowed low to her and wished her a, a pleasant journey, after which they walked through the trees. The witch gave Dorothy a friendly little nod, whirled around on her left heel three times, and straightway disappeared, much to the surprise of little Toto, who barked after her loudly enough when she had gone, because he had been afraid even to growl. 
where she stood by. But Dorothy, knowing her to be a witch, had expected her to disappear in just that way, which was not surprised in the least. And next is chapter three, how Dorothy saved the scarecrow. Oh, wow. So her adventures in Oz begin. It's a long journey, but we'll make it. Wow. Long journey can be fun. I like long journeys. Long journeys are the best. They teach you a lot of things. You have to learn a lot. Well, I'm so glad to be here with you, my friends, and have adventures in Oz. It's a very fun little story. I hope you're liking it, because I am. Well, shall we play one more song before we say goodnight and goodbye? Au revoir, my friends. I hope you have a special day. Hope you like Oz. Hope you find a pleasure in loving and living. Hope you find a happiness and pray for your happy and safety every day. For safety is good and you are my friend forevermore. And remember, the new season, guys, before we say goodbye, I want to tell you, so Lance, he says, the new season of of um the um the tiger Daniel the tiger even Aunt Sissy has brain fart sometimes yay sorry guys well the new season of Daniel the tiger is coming out, and they're going to talk about the virus and the bug. So if you want to watch that with your kids, that will help them feel safer and secure as they start school. I'm so glad to be here for you. It's very fun. I love you guys. Have a safe day. And remember, as Daniel Tiger says, won't you be my neighbor? I love you, toots. All right, here we go. I say goodbye to you, Nina. I say goodbye to you, Morgane and Bunny. And I say goodbye to you, little Cory and Pig Panther and Abigail. And even little Cory. And I say goodbye to you. Well, thanks for coming by and joining our fun today. Have more fun. Love you guys. Mwah from your favorite auntie.